Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the AVG Factory. I'm your host, Sympathy, aka Simp the Saint. This week we are talking negative energies. This is a topic that is so close to my heart and I decided that I would make a podcast to address this topic because it is so interesting and I've been doing a bit of research on the topic and I thought I want to share my thoughts and some of the things that I've learned over the years and um, some of the research that I've, I've bumped into along the way. It's been a long time coming uh, and it's such a great honor to sit here and just share my thoughts in terms of um, this very important topic. Um, I just want to shout out to everyone who has been sending me some love um, all over on social media platforms, on emails, um, just uh, giving me some words of encouragement in terms of my podcast and uh, the, the, the work that I'm trying to do. Um, obviously, uh, it's we are still at teething stage in terms of the AVG factory, but we are so excited about what the future holds and we are so excited about um, the number of lives and the number of years that we aim to reach and uh, the impact that we aim to to achieve in terms of uh, bringing trailblazers all over the world together to have a platform where people can reason together and share words of inspiration, share stories, amazing stories where we can find common ground and see how we can be better citizens, better human uh, beings all over the world. And um, I, I commend each and every word and every um, um, letter that I've received uh, encouraging me to keep going and I thank you for that. So anyway, without wasting much time, let's just dive right into it. Uh, let me begin by saying that uh, we live in a world where negativity has become the new normal. Things have gotten so bad that negativity has been glamorized, giving rise to social media trolls and toxic behaviors in our society. The, the behaviors have been so toxic, however, they are socially acceptable. These behaviors stem from abuse, abuse of any kind, including sexual harassment, bullying, body shaming, you name it. These are the things that we are living with in our times that spew uh, negative energy and no one seems to do anything about it. We look around us and a lot of things are preaching negativity, but yet celebrated. I would like to submit that um, it is impossible to build one's own happiness on the unhappiness of others, which is something that we see a lot these days, that there are people who believe that they can actually be happy by causing unhappiness on others. I find it to be, very, to be quite impossible. There are some three fast-acting agents that go hand-in-glove with negative vibes. Some of the things that the telltale signs, if I can put it that way, for you to understand that you are now in a negative space or you are among negative people is when these three 
signs show up. Sign number one is comparing. The second one is complaining. And the third one is criticizing. Whenever you find yourself in an environment or in a cycle where these things come up top, you need to understand that these are the triggers for negative vibes. It should also be mentioned without fear or fervor that gossiping also qualifies as a negative habit. We need to do a self-introspection if we are going to be meaningful citizens or people that are going to have an impact in this world. Or if we aim to raise generations that are coming after us who are going to make a difference in this world. We need to perform some self-introspection. I do not know what your method is. Maybe you can share it in the comments section. Or maybe it is a topic that we can discuss another time. Just to share what is your... Uh, to share what it is that you do that brings you peace in terms of self-introspection. Because the self-introspection that I want to share with you is a very worldwide known test. It's called a self-introspection test. It says that for every criticism you give, you state 10 good things about a person or the situation you're complaining about or that environment. So, if we are to dial it down a bit and focus on a person, in simpler terms, it says, if you are going to criticize someone, is it possible for you to first write 10 good things that they've done good before you jump to the negative ones? The point of this exercise is to expose the fact that every person has the potential to be more good than bad. Many times we are quick to point out weaknesses or mistakes without balancing them with strength. So it's very easy for us to point out the why something cannot happen, why this is wrong, why that is placed in the wrong place, why that color is wrong, why that person is walking on the wrong side of the road, why they are using the wrong hand to, to, to write or to sign their check. We are so good and so quick at pointing out weaknesses, but we are hardly balancing them with the strengths. It is therefore important to put negative qualities in context. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you heard that right. It is very important to put negative qualities in context. What it means is that sometimes a person is just having a bad day, but that does not make them bad. You can be having a bad day, but it doesn't mean it's a bad life. 
you can make a mistake but it does not mean that that has to define you hence negative qualities have to be put in context because one thing for sure when you criticize other people that's when it's easy to notice the bad in you as well sometimes when you criticize a person look yourself in the mirror and see the badness coming out of you you need to train yourself to be sensitive to gossip thrive to focus on positive energy conversations in self introspection find time to ask yourself that in the past 7 days the conversations that i've been involved in am i growing or am i dying do they capacitate me are they kind would i like such things to be said about me so it it's is quite imperative then to understand that you need to start shifting from a place of negative conversation spaces and focus on positive conversation because energy every conversation has got a charge there are conversations that are negatively charged and there are conversations that are positively charged i'm not saying be the morality police no however do not be an active participant in gossip a wise man once said that do not give your attention to what others are doing or failing to do but give it to what you do or what you fail to do that is self development instead of always focusing on what others are doing or what others are failing to do focus on yourself I'm, i'm i'm personally in a journey as i'm talking i'm in a journey whereby i always i'm always constantly putting myself on check constantly asking myself why do i do the things that i do you need to get to that point where you ask yourself why am i doing the things that i am doing is it out of being part of a certain group is it out of pride is it out of vanity is it out of desperation start with why why are you doing what you are doing because at the end of the day we need to understand this and understand this well negativity is everywhere and has formed the norm in our daily lives negativity is everywhere currently it begins from the moment you wake up from the choices of what to wear you start to criticize yourself you start to have all these negative questions whereby you are asking yourself what will people say if i show up to work dressed like this if i go out of the gate dressed like this you are already self criticizing 
you switch on the television or you switch on the, the radio as you are driving to work, none of the news inspire any confidence. You are in public places, people are angry. It could be in a train station, it could be at the airport, it could be at the mall. People are angry. People are shouting at the top of their voices. Some are even looking at each other with dirty eyes. Criticizing people from head to toe, from what they are wearing, how they are walking, what they are carrying, the type of phone, the type of shoes, the type of hairstyle. There's just negativity everywhere. You get to work, the environment is charged with negativity. It's all about trying to get ahead. It's all about forming a story of trying to get either someone fired or getting someone out of that contract or getting someone out of that project just to get ahead. But what we do not realize is that over time, we give in to negativity as much as we receive it. We are a generation that has become so wired to reporting the bad that we have forgotten how to report the good. We are so good at describing problems instead of formulating solutions. We narrate problems so good that we have lost our ability to have problem-solving skills. We are com constantly complaining about everything. We say a lot of bad things about our friends behind their back that we would not say to their face. Yes, you heard me right. We say a lot of bad things about our friends behind their back that we would not say to their face. That's how negativity has become. We criticize, we deceive, and we participate in trolling people on social media all day long. We have seen in the past 10, 5 to 10 years, people who have actually committed suicide through trolls. And we have people who have, who have been active participants body shaming someone, laughing at someone for a tragedy that befell them. That is the world that we live in. But you need to understand that the root of negativity is fear. Many times, over 90, 95% of the time, negativity springs from fear. That is, the fear that bad things will happen. The fear of not being loved. Or the fear of being disrespected. Hence, people become very insecure. They are competitive. And they are so needy in a desperate cry to seek validation. 
A negative mind will always turn a simple thing, such as a catch-up conversation, into a negative venting session. As long as you're negative, anything good can be turned into something so negative. But you need to understand and be careful that negativity is contagious. That is, we get what we want in life from the group we gather around. Show me your six friends and I will show you your future, they say. Research has proven that most humans value social conformity so much that they will change their own responses, including their perceptions, to align with the group even when the group is sincerely wrong. We like to have a sense of belonging to a point that we even compromise our beliefs, our values, our human consciousness, what is ethical versus what is not. We have gotten to a point that we are able to reinvent the truth. We are obsessed with saying what is politically correct instead of saying the truth in its entirety. Because we want to conform, want to fit into society. We want to be bound by the echo chambers. And all that is birthed by negativity. I want to submit to you that when it comes to negative people, a lot of studies and research have revealed that there are seven types of negative people that are common in, in our lifetime. We call them the seven C's of neg negativity. Seven types of people, or if I can put it that way, seven categories of negative people. And as I'm going to share them with you as you listen, as you are listening right now, let's see if you recognize any of them or identify with some. We have got what we call complainers. That is the first C. Complainers are people who complain without solutions. They are good at lamenting. They will complain about anything. They'll complain about why their food is taking long in a restaurant. Why, why is the Uber driver driving too fast? Why is the network having three bars? And anything that they can think of. They are so mentally exhausting because if you spend the whole day with them, the only thing that you're going to feel is complaint after complaint after complaint after complaint. So we've got some complainers. Then we've got the second category of people. We call them the cancelers. I'm not talking about cancel um, uh, with regards to local government service or the judicial system. I mean cancelers, those who cancel things, who erase 
things. These are the people who can take a compliment and spin it. I don't know if you have ever met these, but let me give you an example. You can say to them, Oh my word, you look great this morning. But this may lead to, So you mean I did... So you mean I looked bad yesterday? Ever experienced this in your life? At work? In a family function? Or in your family or in your relationship? Where you have got a, a person who knows how to blow your bubble? With all your kindness and everything. Oh, your daughter looks very smart today or in other days is she dirty so we call these counselors then we have another common form of people we call these the casualties the casualties think the whole world is against them and they blame everything and everyone and even the air we breathe for their problems. Then we have the critics. These judge others for having a different opinion or not having an opinion at all. They will still judge you. We have the commanders. Well, the commanders are very interesting because they are very much aware of their own limits but they are good at pressuring others to go above and beyond. Let me give you an example. They will make statements like, you never have time for me. Even though even during that time they are busy as hell. They always put people on edge. They want people to, they put people under so much pressure to perform and perform. Yet, if scales were tipped, they wouldn't be prepared to do that. So, they are commandeering. Then we've got, oh, these ones are very painful. We've got the competitors. Competitors compare themselves to others. They are controlling and manipulating to make their choices look better. They are so much in pain that they want to bring others down. They compete on every level. It could be as subtle as it comes, but they are always in competition. They could be your sibling, they could be a colleague at work, they could be a neighbor, but above all, they could even be your best friend. Then we have got controllers these monitor and try to direct you you could be a friend you could be a partner they direct how you spend your time and they're obsessed with other people's choices once you go silent or it seems like you are not divulging any information anymore they get very agitated because they cannot imagine 
their lives not knowing what's going on in your life. They want to know all the time what you're up to. But after everything that I've given you so far, we've spoken about the world that we live in. We've spoken about the types of negative people that we have out there. We have spoken about how bad negativity is to our well-being, even to our mental health. But this is the avant-garde factory. This is where we make kings and queens. This is a place for trailblazers. This is a place for wild cards and outliers. We cannot say only the bad without diving into the good. So how do you deal with negativity? I would like also on the comment section, if ever you, you listen to this video, to share your story. Listen to this audio. You see, I'm already speaking positively. I'm speaking into the future. I'm talking about a video, but there's no video. <laughs> Once you listen to this podcast, please share your stories. Share your stories of how you survived a, a, a negative environment. How you made it out. What had happened. Who was the perpetrator. What kind of negative situation was it. Would love to hear your stories. Because this is the place where we talk about survivals, survival issues. How you got out of abuse. How you got out of a negative environment or a toxic environment. Would love to know your stories. Because negativity is a trait. It's not someone's identity. It is a trait that is accumulated over a long period of time. Stemming from a traumatic situation or stemming from being hurt so bad that you just want the whole world to suffer with you. So how does a winner navigate it? I believe I'm speaking to winners right now i think the people listening to the sound of my voice right now are winners i'm speaking to trailblazers right now i'm speaking to people who are the next big entities in all walks of their lives how do you win because let me tell you something everything that you are doing in your life it's got a charge It could be a positive charge. It could be a negative charge. But you do not want a negative charge where you are going. So you need to stay away from negativity. How do you do that? I'm going to share with you five methods. And obviously you can share other methods that you are also aware of. Would love to hear from you. Because we're a community, we want to learn from each other. This is a factory, this is where we build each other up. How does a winner navigate through negativity? Personally, I think, first and foremost, you want to protect your energy. 
You need to protect your energy. I do not know how I can stress this. You need to guard it jealously. And your space is your fortress. Your space is your fortress. Your space is sacred. Your space is your altar. Your space is your place of worship. That is where you need the purity of the purest. Therefore, you need to guard jealousy your space. You should never be apologetic about protecting your space. Not everyone deserves to come to your space. Not everyone deserves a seat at your table. Hence, watch who you allow to visit you in your house. I'm not trying to teach you to be a snob. I'm not saying that now you need to hate people and so forth. But energies never lie. If you feel something is wrong, something is somehow wrong, somewhere, somehow. So number one wisdom key, learn to be an objective observer. The Dalai Lama submits that if you can help others, if you cannot do that, at least do not harm them. I'll repeat that. If you can find time to help others, but if you can't, at least do not harm them. So, as a first way of avoiding negative spaces or proliferating them or getting engaged and entangled in negative spaces, learn to be an objective observer. Not everything deserves your response. Not everything deserves your opinion. There are times where an I don't know is enough. There are times where you have to pretend like you did not hear anything. So that you do not prolong a negative build-up. Secondly, learn how to back away slowly. Because once we have identified the physical triggers of negative thoughts and feelings, begin to think about an exit strategy. It could be an exit strategy from a place of employment. It could be an exit strategy from any organization that you belong to, including the church. It could be an exit strategy from a relationship, whether romantic or companionship or even from a friendship. Begin to think about an exit strategy from negative environments. Learn how to back away slowly. Third wisdom key. One of my greatest mentors that I follow a lot, Jay Shetty, talks about the 25-75 principle. He says, for every negative person, have three positive individuals. And preferably, thrive to spend more time with the three positive ones. So for every negative person, make sure that you've got three positive people. And if it is up to you, 
spend more time with the positive ones. Then number four kills me. The fourth way to avoid negativity. As I'm speaking to champions right now. You need to start allocating time to people. Based on their polarity. In other words, you need to start allocating time to people based on the energy that they exude. How you feel when you're around them. Spend as little time as possible with negative-minded people. And more time with people that facilitate your growth. Spend as little time with negative people. And more time with those who are positive-minded, who you can grow from. Before I give you the last one, let me give you an anecdote. Um, my mother used to say this when I was growing up. She used to say, when you finally decide to make friends, my son, make sure that you make friends of people. She said, make sure that you are friends with people who are far better than you. Make sure that you make friends with those that are far richer than you. Make sure that you make friends with those who are smarter than you. Because in that way, you are ascending, you are gaining from them. They don't want anything from you. They are not jealous. They are not jealous of you. They don't even mind, but they are always willing to teach you how they got there. And, it, and I used to wonder why my mom was saying that. But she was talking about energies. She was talking about energies because wherever these kind of categories that, she, that I've already mentioned, these are people who discuss ideas, who discuss the next discovery, who discuss the next charity event, who discuss how they can make the world a better place. Those are the environments that you need to start finding yourself in. You need to change your cycle. You need to get on your contact list today. If, you've, if you have the privilege of listening to this podcast, go to your phone and start doing a serious mass screening and a reshuffle of your contact list. There are some relationships that need to go after you finish listening to this podcast. There are some relationships that have overstayed their welcome in your life that have become manipulation. So you need to start allocating time to things that enforce your growth compared to things that stand your growth. Finally, there is a practice that they call the triple S practice. It is the spot, stop, and swap practice when you are talking about negativity. Here, we are saying that whenever you need to develop a skill to spot if there is a build-up of negativity around you 
or if you feel like you are, you are, you are about to become negative yourself. You have to spot the triggers. You have to spot what is happening. The moment you spot it, you stop it. And once you stop it, you swap it. So you swap, you remove the undesirable behavior and you replace it with a desirable behavior. Practical example. There are some conversations amongst friends that can go south so fast or all of a sudden you find that you're having a conversation it's a lovely day everything is going well then all of a sudden a conversation starts to take passive aggressive avenue the moment you realize that this will not end well stop it there then swap it with something positive stop negativity and swap with something positive I always promise um, Thrive to do 40 minutes podcast so that I keep, I keep you entertained. There's so much that can be said. There's so much that hasn't been... Uh, there's so much that might not have been said today with regards to this topic. But I just want to let you know that you are free to share your thoughts. You are free to also add or to come up with other remedies because we need to take the first step of creating positive third spaces, spaces where there is no negativity, spaces where we, are, we, we begin to heal. We begin to heal from uh, our trauma, our heartaches, our disappointments, to heal from a lot of things that we have been through, to forgive those probably uh, that could have wronged us. Speaking of forgiveness, next week on my next podcast, I'm going to be speaking about the journey to forgiveness and some of the tips that you can use in terms of forgiving. Maybe it's one of the things that, are, that is holding you back. That's what we're talking about next week. We're talking about bitterness. We're talking about forgiveness. And I hope you are going to be there to listen to my podcast. As usual, as I have already said, this is the AVG factory. This is where we make heroes. This is where we discuss. We just throw wisdom keys and we just want you to win. We want you to have an edge. We want you to be a person that will look back and have a story to tell. We cannot be perfect, but we can thrive to be. So this is me signing out. Your host, Sim the Saint, hoping that um, you continue listening to my podcast and you're, you're going to continue supporting me as I try by all means to grow from strength to strength. Thank you so much and have a great day. Remember, we are available on Anchor, we are available on Apple Podcasts and we are available on Spotify. Have a great day and God bless you. Goodbye.